1: Welcome back to the Icons of Real Estate Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Timothy Kaitana, and today I'm joined with a special guest. Well, he is one of the top 100 agents, and I would say since 2021, he's been a top 100 agent. Well, he leaves most of his clients with a smile and memorable service, and if you give him a call, he will definitely leave you with a smile as well. Well, who am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about the legend, the man himself, Hal Madorin. How are you today, brother?
0: Great, Timothy. Thank you so much. That was a great introduction. I hope I can live up to all that.
1: (laughs) Well, you already have. You already have. We're so honored to have you on the podcast today. I mean, well, uh, when I read um, your profile and I saw all the amazing things you were doing, you know, I was kind of nervous. I was like, you know, this is a very really big guest. I hope you'll be able to, you know, shine the spotlight the way he deserves. But, you know, so thank you so much for, for making the time to, you know, uh, speak to the audience today. Um, just before we go in on the hard questions, man, how's your day going today?
0: It's great. Hey, it's Orlando, right? The sun's always shining here.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's good, man. That's good. Well, um, straight first question. You know, a lot of people... Might not know who Kyle is, you know. Um, Would you do us the honor of actually telling us who Kyle is and when did you get into real, real estate?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, so I've been in real estate for uh, almost 11 years now. Um, the, the main reason I got into real estate was because of experiences my wife and I had before we were um, even considering going this direction with our careers we had really challenging experiences buying and selling real estate. Um, We just felt like the customer service wasn't great. People didn't wanna listen to us. Uh, Admittedly, we were young and we had no money, but it didn't feel good to be treated like we were young and had no money. So it planted the seed that there's gotta be a way to do this better, um, to do it in a way that focuses on the customer rather than on the transaction. And my wife and I met working for the Disney company, so we certainly have a great customer service background. We felt there would be a way to bring that to the real estate business. So um, when there was an opportunity to to start our careers doing something different um, and and go into this field, uh, we we jumped at it. And we're very fortunate that our message of um, people first has resonated. And um, we're honored to be very successful with that today.
1: Wow. That is amazing. And, you know, when you mentioned customer service, you know, it's funny you say that because if, you know, anyone, including you out there listening to this podcast, if you look at um Kyle's reviews, you know, you have so many people talking about the service that you offer, you know, you know, Kyle is professional, you know, he is a good listener. He got me exactly what I was looking for. And, you know, it's very evident that you carried the, those strengths and skills into real estate. Um, my question to you, Kyle, is, you know, we, in in this industry, you know, it's, it's something that a lot of people don't have, that customer service, being able to build that connection, right? I mean, can you like kindly just, you know, educate us on, you know, the importance of customer service in the real estate industry?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So even though when most people think of real estate, they think of um, data, they think of facts and figures and square footage and acreage and things like that. Mm. It's really a a people business because residential real estate revolves around people's um, changing from from one chapter in their life to a new chapter, right? They're they're taking a a new adventure. There's some reason that they chose to buy or sell real estate. And therefore, if you can connect with people at a level greater than just "Hey, I want to help you buy or sell and, and close on this property," but more in terms of "I want to make you happy and make you know that I care about you and keep your goals paramount at the center of this transaction." That that has been the special sauce for us. That's been the magic, and I think that most people, no matter how great technology becomes and and how much we use it on a daily basis. And, and we are huge believers in having great technology because it makes everyone's lives easier. We still feel like in residential real estate that that human to human connection, that personal connection with someone who you trust and you know cares about you will, will always be at the center of what we do.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that is very true. Um, well, Kyle, you know, there's a real estate agent listening to this podcast right now wondering, hey, I really want to improve on that. You know, what do I need to do? You know, how do I go about improving um, the customer service that I give? Um, what advice do you have to real estate agents that are really trying to sharpen their tools in in this area?
0: So that is an awesome question, um, and I think that that there is a model that you can use that will help with that, um, because a lot of us agents and in in many businesses actually throughout many industries claim to provide good service but mm. i think very few people can really define what that means we've found over the years that there's challenges that occur all the time in a transaction and it, maybe there's nothing you can control there's some challenge that pops up and the problem has to be solved if you can take the reins and and address that and and solve it and make your customer feel great about how it was resolved you can actually do a better job retaining them and wowing them that you could have if that challenge never happened. And the model that we use for that is, is something called LAST, L-A-S-T. Have you heard of that before?
1: Well, no, it's my first time okay. hearing
0: about it, man. Tell me more. Great, so this is gonna be fun to share. So LAST is a problem-solving acronym. So when a challenge occurs, LAST stands for listen, apologize, solve, and think. Mm. And the, the most important part of that is the listening. We can all do a better job listening and and truly not just um, letting someone else speak, but trying to understand, seeking understanding with what they're saying. What, What is really motivating them to say that? Why are they saying it? What's behind that? And by doing that, if you can truly listen, understand what the problem is at its core. Apologize, even if it's not your fault. Apologize for the way it made them feel. Apologize that they're that their experience has been challenging. Apologize and let them know you care. You you want them to have a good experience. Then you do the best to solve it. And sometimes you have to get creative with that. And the good thing is we're in a community of of people who love helping each other. And there's always people you can reach out to for for solutions, for creative solutions to things. And then of course, once you solve the problem, you have to thank them, not just thanking them for being your customer, but thanking them for bringing that problem to your attention. It may not have been something you even realized was was wrong. And so, when you do those things it's it's weird but it's a formula that works so very well and, and they become these these raving fans um so it's it's a great opportunity to wow them in that way.
1: Wow wow I, I just learned something new today. Um yeah. and that that is a very like well that that's 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 really really important in the industry because you have a lot of real estate agents that are not really shopping up on those tools. And, you know, it kind of changes the way that you know, people um, view um, real estate agents, you know, and I think that's some of the, the problems that we have in the industry, you know, professionalism in real estate. And I think that's one thing that I want to find out from you. I mean, wh- what do you think, what what do you think is really the cause of it? I mean, when you're looking at professionalism, you know, as you know, just that topic in real estate. You know what what do you what what do you think about it? You know the way real estate agents are conducting business these days. I mean, we ha- we know there are people that are doing good, and you're one of them. You know where do real estate agents go wrong, and you know what can they do to uh, you know improve?
0: Yeah. No, it's a, it's a big problem. Uh, we know it's a problem because even our local realtor association has started classes on professionalism and trying to train agents of of how to be professional. I think that one of the reasons that happens is um, real estate agents come from all walks of life. Um, very few of us got out of college or out of high school and said, we, we want to be a real estate agent right away. Um, a lot of us came into this, our journey brought us different places. And we came to this spot where we realized we have a passion for this and this is what we want to do. So we come from different places and depending on our backgrounds, sometimes agents don't have a background in, in how to, to act professionally in, in this type of setting, in this in this type of world. Um, and even agents who have been in, in a job maybe where professionalism is um, something that is, is sought, um, they may not be great at, at providing that professional level of, of care. Um, we, we know it's a problem, too, because we're dealing with something that's a huge investment for most people, for, for most of our customers, one of the biggest investments they'll ever make in their lifetime. Because of that, that level of trust and care that we're providing for, for such a huge, momentous event in their life, we should be seen in the same light as accountants and, and attorneys and CPAs and that sort of thing. And we're not. Real estate agents are seen more like used car salesmen. Not that there's anything wrong with used car salesmen, but but we should be seen in a more professional light. And I think agents do that to to themselves by not being great communicators, by not being great problem solvers, by putting the the closing and the fact that they're receiving a a commission check ahead of their customer's happiness. And um, I I think we can all do a better job with that. So so kudos to our local Realtor Association, the Orlando Regional Realtor Association for offering these classes. Um, And you can get certified as a gold key in uh, professionalism, a gold key agent. And I think that that's great that they're taking those steps.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it's amazing. I mean, that that's what really sets um, you apart. And, you know, while we're still on the topic of real estate, I mean, uh, I, I know there's a friend of mine that asked me a question, you know. No, no, and all I do is speak to professionals like, like you, Kyle. Um, I don't have the answers. I was like, look, just wait until the next episode I get to asked Cal this question, and, you know, you let me know. And the question was, you know, is this a good time to buy, you know, real estate? You know, we, you have, you know, um, people who've been delaying and saying, hey, you know, the market is not looking good right now. I'm just going to hold on to my property. Perhaps, you know, um, three months down the line, uh, it'll be good. You know, maybe this is not a good year. I mean, I want to get it from the professional is this a good time to buy real estate?
0: It's the million dollar question. Sometimes the multi-million dollar question, right? Everyone wants to know that. that Is timing right. Because we know that timing is everything in in this business. Um, It does make a big difference. Um, And I think that that's one of the questions we get asked most frequently is, is is this the right time to buy? Um, And what's interesting is I was just reading this morning that 83% of the public that was surveyed does not think this is a good time to buy real estate wow. which is which is really really interesting because 88%. 83% then so that's the vast majority think this is not a good time to buy a lot of people are waiting for interest rates to come down um because we had interest rates that were so high over 8% um we were we're, we're all missing those days where we had 3% interest rates right i mean that was That was amazing. And I'm not sure we'll ever see that again in my lifetime, at least maybe in yours, Timothy, but not in mine, (laughs) but um, it's um, yeah. so we're, we're probably not going to get there again. And so there, there, there are a lot of people kind of waiting for rates to come down. We do expect rates will come down in the future, but there's a lot of um, differences with, with who you ask in terms of when that will occur, Uh, different analysts and different entities predict that at different times. Um, Right now, with interest rates being a little high, and I know I just looked this morning, they were just a little bit over 7% today, um, the pool of potential buyers is smaller. So there are fewer buyers shopping for homes. We know that this industry is all about supply and demand. And so there's low demand and fewer buyer shopping. It gives you as a buyer an opportunity to go out there and negotiate a really good deal because you're not competing against all these other buyers. So interest rates being a little higher right now allows you to get into the market as a buyer, find the right property, and make a really, really strong offer in terms of good for you, a very aggressive offer that you wouldn't have had the opportunity to do when rates were down in, in the threes and fours. Um, And so when when rates do end up coming down, and we think that we're going to see a lot of movement when they get back around 6% is kind of like that magic number that all these buyers are waiting for. They're all on the sideline right now just waiting for that to happen. But when that does occur, there's going to be a massive influx of new buyers in the market. And guess what? That's going to cause demand to skyrocket again. And when demand increases, that means that prices will increase. You'll be in these bidding wars again, multiple offers. It's going to make things much more challenging as a buyer. So even though you've got a lower interest rate and your mortgage payment might be a little bit lower because of that, the, you're, it's going to be negated by the, by the amount that you're going to have to pay, the increased prices that we're going to face. So now is a great time to buy and then refinance once rates come down. So, uh, yeah, I truly I'm trying to convince everyone that that this gives the opportunity as a buyer that we did, have not had in the last four years. So it's it's really nice.
1: Well, well, uh, I, I know my friend um, Sam is definitely running with that information right now. You have <laughs> definitely made a lot of people's day today because that that is the million dollar question. And I'm glad that you really got to educate us on, on, on that. Now, Kyle, I know you are, a, you know, really, really a big uh, believer in homestaging. And I, I just want to find out why. Why are you such a, you know, huge believer in homestaging?
0: Awesome question. So my wife was in real estate sales with me and then realized that her passion actually Lied in in helping sellers prepare their homes to get to market, helping their homes look their best. And so um, she went down that path, became a certified professional home stager, and um, began um, helping people on a much uh, greater level, rather than just telling them, "Hey, let's uh, pack away these knickknacks and let's uh, get the house ready." Um, it's more. It's more than that. It's it's how do we make each room look its absolute best in photography and when people come visit. And it's it's looking at the house in a very uh, objective way like that. So what we did, we always knew that home staging helped because we could tell how fast our property sold, that they sold for more than the competition. We knew that home staging was great, but we really didn't know how much impact it had until recently when we decided to dig into the numbers. So what we did is we looked at over the last two and a half years, all the properties that we fully staged. So these were vacant homes. No one was living there so we could bring all the furnishings in and make it look like a model, really dress it up, make it look its best. So we looked at all those properties and then we took comps that sold either three months before or three months after each of those homes within the same neighborhood, very similar square footage, very similar features. So we were trying to compare apples to apples. So the median price point of our sales above those other properties in the neighborhood was 5.59% higher. Wow! So now that doesn't sound like a lot if you're just thinking 5.9, 5.9%. Okay, that's a small percentage, but when it translates to dollars, yeah. on average, sellers walked away with twenty-nine thousand dollars more because wow. they staged the property.
1: Twenty-nine thousand dollars more.
0: Yeah, and this yeah, is so based on thousands. dozens of stages. Yeah, this wow. isn't just like two or three stages. This is yeah. a couple dozen that we were able to analyze. So it's. It's amazing. We didn't think it was that high. We thought it was probably about 3%. So, I mean, this was this is massive. So if you are a seller and you are hoping to make more money or you're, you're an agent and you want to make sure you're maximizing the profit for your seller, staging works. And it has to be done right. You have to find a really great stager who who understands the importance of not just having the house look great when you walk through it, but the importance of the photography and the, the visuals that you're going to have in the media. Very, very important.
1: Wow, I get it now. This is why you 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 really uh are such a believer of this. Now now I get it. It makes sense now. Twenty nine thousand. I mean, that's that's a lot crazy. of money, right? <laughs> that's a lot of money in this economy. You know, it'll do a lot. So wow, that's amazing. You know um, yeah. you know back to you know running a real estate business, um. I I would like to know from you, like, you know, how does uh, being um, data driven uh, help your business?
0: Yeah, great, great question. So the the business is kind of two sides of the same coin. So one side of the coin in residential real estate is very emotional. It's all about finding a house to buy that you fall in love with and, and envision as your home. Or if you're selling it, you've got this emotional connection to this place where you've created all these memories over the years, very emotional the other side of the coin is all analytical it's all data it's all it's all numbers you know square footages and acreage and dollars and cents and you know the things that we we're talking about before so data is super important and and data is not just important because we know that that the numbers are involved in all the transactions and things that we do but the numbers don't lie you can look at the data and you can understand if you know we have a house on the market and it may not be uh, moving, you know, having the type of traction and traffic that we want. If you really dive into the data and you look at what other properties are doing locally um, in terms of their number of showings and things, that's that's really important. And, and there's data that we can get as agents. Not many agents even realize it's available, but we can buy data that will show us the amount of traffic our, our houses are generating in terms of showings versus other similar homes on the market. Um, there's technology out there that will do that. And it's, it's fascinating and, and when you when you dive into the numbers, when you start to love the numbers, I know not everyone loves numbers because some of us are are you know social butterflies and the yeah. numbers aren't quite our thing um, but yep yeah, that's okay. Hey, most agents I think are in the same boat yeah. but if, if we start to to dive into the numbers and really look at, um what's happening locally and then then maybe on a on a larger scale and regionally and nationally we can break down why some things are happening why we're having um the situations that we're facing and the more the more data that we can internalize and truly understand and then be able to speak about with our customers, the more they're going to understand we are professionals, that we are students of the market, that we're doing everything that we can to, to stay abreast of, of the changes and to to stay educated. That's so, so very important. I think when we stop seeking that knowledge, we stop growing and, and we're much less effective and, and we can't provide as as strong a service to our customers either.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and that's true. I mean, I, mean, I think you know, if you are um, a buyer or even a seller, you know you want to, you know, know that the person that you're trusting with this responsibility of either getting you your next big property or selling your property really knows what's going on in in the market, really knows what they're doing, and it goes back to professionalism, and I think that's just part of it. So that's that's really really amazing, man. And yeah, you know, I know we're running out of time, but just before we leave, Kyle, um, I know there's some people out there that are trying to get into real estate, you know? Um, They haven't even, you know, gone through the first steps of, you know, like doing the research or even getting started with this because they're afraid, you know? They're looking at the stats, they're hearing, hey, 80% of agents um, leave within the first year, you know? And that scares them, you know? But as a real estate professional, you know what advice do you have to someone that's trying to get into the market? What what advice do you have to someone that's trying to get into this amazing career? Because I know you've you've been able to establish yourself as a giant in the industry. You know what advice do you have to you know an a, an agent that maybe already started but you know might be giving up or someone that wants to get into it?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's really sad that that um, so many people get into the business and end up getting. Oudents to understand that um there's a lot of effort in this. I, I think that there's this this sort of um idea that real estate is easy money and and that there you don't have to work as hard as flexible hours. You set your own schedule. It takes it takes discipline and it does take some time. Um the most important thing I think for new agents to realize is you have to meet people. You have to go out there and meet people. You can't rely only on your sphere of the people you already know. You you have to get in front of people. Um I think a great way to do that is to be able to find people who are interested in real estate and show them your passion, show them uh, that you are that professional. Um, and one of the easiest ways to do that, where you know people have already raised their hand and said, I'm interested in real estate is open houses. I know that there's this connotation that open houses are not you know, great in, in this business, that they're mainly for generating buyer leads. And you know, like if you have a listing, they're really not worth it. I disagree wholeheartedly. I've had wonderful success. Every year between 10 and 20% of our listings sell directly through open houses. Um, So that's a great way for new agents to get out there, go to a property where people are coming to them who have an interest in real estate. Even if it's a neighbor, that's great. I love meeting the neighbors because, guess what? They live in that neighborhood. They can tell you about it. You can learn something from them. But also, that's someone you know now, you didn't know yesterday, who could turn out to be a future customer if you wow them with with your your passion, with who you are, uh, with your knowledge of that house, of of the industry in general. So you have the opportunity to make a really deep connection. And I, I think that there's also this idea that, if we don't get 50 people through our open house, you know, it's not a successful open house. That's rubbish. It's if you go to an open house and you meet one person and you make a great connection with that one person, you spend time talking to them and you establish rapport. That is a successful open house, because that's someone you didn't know yesterday, and you now might have an opportunity of being their agent in the future. You just need these at-bats. You need to get in front of people. And I know with the changing world, you know, pounding the phones, making cold calls and things like that is much more challenging now than it than it ever was before. Open houses, I think, are a great way to meet people who are coming to you, who have already indicated for one reason or another, they are interested in real estate. So it's a, I think it's important for new agents to get in on that.
1: Well, Al, you know, um, you shared wisdom um, on this um, episode, and I think a lot of people out there really appreciate um, everything that you shared. I feel like I just was not on our side. I know if we gave you an hour more, you were gonna go in deep on educating us to become better real estate agents and just knowing more about the market. Um, Kyle, it's been amazing. And I know people watching this right now want to know, where can we find Kyle? How can I get in contact with Kyle? Um, well, um, Kyle, I mean, would you uh, just do, the, do us the honors of letting us know how can we get in contact with you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It, it truly would be an honor to connect with you. Um, you, of course, can, can find me online on um, any of the various social media. You can just search my name, Kyle Medoran. M-A-D-O-R-I-N. You can see it right there on, ooh, on this side. Doo-doo. There yeah. you go. Um, yeah. It's, um, yeah. I, and so I think I'm the only Kyle Medoran out there. So I'm pretty easy to find. Yeah. Um, if you want to visit our website, it's upwellrealty.com. Um, and you can connect with us there. Or uh, you can always give us a call 24 hours a day. We have someone who will answer the phone and connect us. And that's 407-926-9960.
1: All right, Kyle. Thank you so much. You have been an amazing, amazing guest. Uh, I said it at first, guys. Like you, like nobody understood this. Nobody got this. Why so I was so excited about this? Because I knew we were gonna get so many gems from this. And Kyle, I really appreciate you taking time. You know, I know it's. Uh, You, you, you're a busy man, you know, uh, life of a top 100 agent is, is, is not easy. It's, it's a busy one. And thank you so much for taking time to, uh, you know, sit down and have a chat with us.
0: This was a pleasure. I, I really appreciate you bringing me on and, and inviting me to come and, uh, help agents and help elevate the industry in general. That that's incredible. So kudos to you.
1: All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, that's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And well, till next time, I'll see you again. Bye-bye.